Hey, this is Scott. And Evan from Skeleton Witch. You're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined as always by a man who has traded his pants and undies for a diaper and is currently firing arrows out of his boner. That's Jeff Clark. Cupid arrows. And beaming to us from the center of a chocolatey treat, the gooey bearded pile of nougat known as Shuddy Boy. Brat, brat, indeed, my friend. Man, 30 seconds in the show, and Shuddy Boy is already taking his clothes off. Well, I I just got home from work. I was warm. I forgot to take off my hoodie when I sat down to record. I just remembered that it's Valentine's Day, and I wanted to titillate people on YouTube. Well, no, then I would show my nipples. Anybody want to watch me suck my own tits? (laughs) Jeez. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He went for it. <laughs> the special day, guys. Special day. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's a Monday. So, myself and, and my lady, we, we observed Valentine's Day yesterday. But, Shuddy, you live with your significant other. So, I imagine you had to get, get all your ducks in a row for today. Did you did you get Sharon like a uh, limited edition He-Man toy, in the hopes that she'll be like, uh, no, you know what? you I just got, have this. I got I gave Sharon her Valentine's Day presents on, um, Saturday. Sounds dirty. Well, <laughs> oh, I gave her no, her present, all no, right. No, I bought her <laughs> a tropical plant, and I didn't want the responsibility of keeping it alive. From Saturday to today. Oh, wow. Is there an earthquake happening right now? Oh, no. I was, uh, for some reason, I rearranged my desk a couple of weeks before last episode. So I did something that I don't know exactly what I did, but the camera is just does not seem like it's set up right. It's ultra wobbly. So anytime I'm touching the desk, I, I don't know what to do. I must have removed a load bearing skeletor. So that's all. It was just me because I was hitting the desk. Yeah. Um, so we're we're doing dinner tonight. That's the Valentine's Day. Oh. She's not big on Valentine's Day anyway. So I get I skirt the rules of no Valentine's Day presents by giving them not on Valentine's Day. Here's your plant and some He-Man. I'll keep the He-Man. You guys going to Cheesecake Factory for dessert? Oh. Cheesecake for Factory night? is an hour away. There is not one convenient, unfortunately. And it would uh, be really tacky for me to take her out for Valentine's Day and use my Cheesecake Factory gift card. Yeah, actually, it would. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, but you guys have even been though, been together for a while. You can was, you can make thrifty Valentine's Day decisions, right? I was just going right? to say, even though it probably would be okay, I would not feel feel comfortable doing it. Like my parents got me so. For Christmas, I bought Sharon a pair of nice, really comfortable Vans sweatpants, but I, I bought the wrong size. Oh, sorry. These are my size. I'll take those. No, they were 
No, she. <laughs> I bought her the size in women's sweatpants that she wears in men's sweatpants. So, uh, a, a small in women's size sweatpants are about four inches too short for her. Oh, so, oops. so she made me re- return them and wouldn't let me. And uh, the van store we went to did. Not, she didn't make me return them. We returned them to replace them but the van store didn't have them in her size so i went and bought new sneakers the other day with a gift card from my parents and replaced the sweatpants but then went out and spent the corresponding amount in on other junk for myself so that way she wouldn't think that i used the gift card on her that i bought the same amount of stuff for myself that I would have with the gift card. It's a nice that was up. a really long winding, uninteresting story. I'm sorry, guys. Well, you know, can't win them all shuddy. Nope. They can't all be, all be winners. So what did you and rent rent do? I'm glad that's over with. Um, how long did you spend tongue darting her butt? Oh my goodness, shuddy boy. How vulgar. How fucking dare you? <laughs> she's going to listen to this and she's going to be pissed off at me. So I, well, I, she's, she can be pissed off at me. I, I'm sorry, Rant Rant. That was, I, I digitally karate chop you in her honor. Um, we, uh oh, someone just left a voicemail. Hey guys, we got one for today. <laughs> uh, Literally, somebody just left a voicemail. Yeah. It, it rings on the iPad for like a split second and then goes to the voicemail. But, um, no, we just, we took it easy. We finished off All of Us Are Dead, which was fucking epic. God damn, what a show. Um, and then uh, we... So we went snowboarding on Saturday. So we were a little tired and sore anyway. So we just had a lazy day watching um, Netflix. We watched House of Gucci. Um, we caught up on Peacemaker and then went to Musso and Frank and got got some steaks and prime rib. And then capped it off with ice cream at Salt and Straw, so it was it was pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie. It as, sounds like a very delightful day. As far as Super Bowl Sundays go, we we killed it. <laughs> well, was it dead? Like Musso and Frank's was it pretty empty because of the Super Bowl? No, no. And did I mean, they have the Super Bowl on? No, we uh, we went at eight, so the game was already over. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. I was just nervous because. I saw on social media, like every now and then I would just open up Twitter and see what was going on. And I saw people on my timeline that are Bengals fans being like, woo, yay, we're, we're, we're crushing them. And then people in LA would be like, woohoo, we're winning again. And then, and then LA wins. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is a bad time to be going to the center of Hollywood. Like, are people in LA going to be raging? Are people going to be like flipping cars over? Um, it's but, not the Lakers. No, I don't think people really gave a flying fuck. So it, LA wasn't it wasn't hard getting around the city after the Super Bowl last night. No, but I only live like four miles from Musso and Frank. If that, how far? Maybe even less. How far is SoFi Stadium? How far is Irvine from you? It's in Irvine. Well, no, it's in Inglewood. Inglewood. Sorry, Inglewood's. It's it's far enough away where it shouldn't have fucked anything up for us. Well, Ramran lives in Culver City. It's probably like 15 minutes from her place. Yeah. Like no traffic, which doesn't really happen. But. Yeah. Well, he, we were here in Studio City this weekend, and 
I don't know. I didn't want to be. I know people are probably partying and shit. So I was like, you know what? I think it's best to spend as much time indoors on the couch as possible. And um, I had a I had a couple cocktails at at, at dinner. I was fine, but I was like, shit. I don't. I hope there's no fucking DUI checkpoint set up already, because you don't want to be like one one hundredth over the alcohol limit and get a DUI when you're not even fucking partying, dude. I've passed through a DUI checkpoint like once in my life. And I'm just saying that. I don't, I don't even remember if that's accurate. Like, I did. I hear, I hear about them more, like a lot more than I've ever actually seen one. I, I've seen a few. I went through one completely bombed once and was shitting my pants. <laughs> but it's also pretty sobering. It was terrifying. I It was like, I was maybe three quarters of a mile from the party I had been at. So I wasn't even like, wasn't even far. And it was on a spot where there was no way that I could avoid it without like doing a K turn in the middle of the road, which would have immediately gotten my ass. (laughs) Yeah. And I just pulled through and the cop just was like, shined his light in and he just waved me through and Man. You have like just a mouthful of breath mint <laughs> and fucking pennies. <laughs> I'm trying to remember everything I've ever heard that that would possibly get me through this unscathed. I wonder if the penny thing actually works. Like, did I, MythBusters I, yeah, ever do I an episode on that? It. I guess not. Does um, a penny really trick a breathalyzer? I went through a DUI checkpoint one time with Christian and Josh and they opened some raw dog and yeah raw dog and Christian and they had they had opened some bar the truth is it has no effect that's from February 27th 2020 is that the most recent available data well I mean that's from a Before website COVID. called windrunkdriving.com oh all right I trust them <laughs> That sounds reputable. So, I mean, so that I. seems to be their their one focus. If they say pennies don't work, all right, I believe you. Uh, but yeah, what yeah else they're are they doing. They opened some barcade in in the valley, and we were like, "All right, let's go, let's go." That sounds fucking awesome. So we smoked a giant joint, and when we drove past the place, the line went for blocks outside of it. So it was like, okay, they're clearly limiting the amount of people they let in. I all of us were like, no, fuck that. I'm not waiting in hours in a line to get into a barcade so we're just like fuck it let's just go back to my place and watch a movie or play video games or some shit so as we're going back dui checkpoint and it backed all the traffic is backed up and i can see it and i'm like oh man i'm really high right now this is not a good time for me to go through a dui checkpoint so i was like i i the next street i saw that we could make a right on i'm like we're getting out of here i'm i'm taking this right make the turn and it's a dead end. It's a street that goes for like three house lengths and then a dead end. And at the end of the dead end is a cop car. And I'm like, ah! So the cop car sees me pull into a dead end, go, oh, fuck, and then turn around and get back in the line for the checkpoint. So the guy must have radioed ahead and been like, this is when I had my, my challenger. Like, uh, black challenger looks like it just tried to dip out and get away from you. So uh, stop that one. Because they were doing that thing where they, they don't stop every single car. They would, like, wave a couple, stop, 
and do like random checkpoints. But of course, the guy who tried to fucking get away from it, they stopped me. And I'm just like, ah, shit, here we go. So I roll the window down and the cop shines a light on me and he's like, your, uh, your eyes look a little red there. Have you been smoking some marijuana tonight? And I was like, no. And he's like, are you sure? Your eyes look super red. Why are they so red and droopy? I was like, oh, my allergies are really bad today, and I was rubbing them vigorously. And he was like, are you sure you haven't been smoking marijuana? I was like, no, I would never do that. And he just, I could tell, he was like, he's like, ugh, fine, go. And then Christian and Josh were like, wow, I can't believe you fucking got out of that. I mean, I guess he was just looking for you to break during interrogation. I know. You just held strong. Credit to you and your strong will. What, I'm, I'm going to fucking narc on myself? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to get in trouble. You're doing all the work. I'm not. It, f- it feels like that guy uses that move with some success. Like the, are you sure? And then they just cave. And just oh, hope that- yes. You know what? How silly of me. I forgot. I am stoned. Yeah. Yeah. I actually smoked three blunts, one in the car. Yeah, take me away, copper. <laughs> should, should should I uh, park the car or just get out? You guys will handle it. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was the the the. I think I might have gone through a DUI checkpoint once in Hollywood, but I was one of the cars that just got waved through. I didn't even they didn't even barely even peek in in my window when I went by. But I never saw DUI checkpoints on the East Coast. I always would hear about them in like Saratoga because Saratoga is a crazy summertime between SPAC and the track and all that's going on there. And I've like literally never seen one. And like Saratoga isn't that big of a town, right? I mean, I know the street that they would be on for uh, um, a whatchamacallit, a DUI checkpoint. And I I don't know. I always kind of thought they were myths or just like, um, I don't know things that whatever the news or police would throw out there just to keep you scared and keep yeah. you on your toes. I mean, everybody but. knows, you know the the luck uh, factor in my life. So I, from the moment I got my driver's license, I was always really good about not drinking and driving. I mean, I can handle driving stoned. There have been times where I've been so stoned, I was like, "Yep, that I cannot drive like this. I'm I'm going to hang out for a little longer." let this wear off. But I mean, if I was drinking for the night, I always, you know, a lot of times it was Shuddy and I drinking at Dom's place and everybody just slept over. Like all the couches were taken up. The floor would just be littered with people sleeping it off. And then everybody would wake up in the morning and, and take off. So uh, that was one aspect of my partying life that I was usually very responsible with. I think I drove when I shouldn't have, maybe three times in in my whole life. Wow. See, that's the area of partying that I'm very irresponsible. I probably drove when I shouldn't have like for three straight years. Uh, That's pretty, I did that quite frequently. I did it way, if any of my kids did it, even a fraction of the times that I've done it, I would be very disappointed in them. When I was younger, I would brag about this, and now I'm not bragging. Now it's just <laughs> terrible, terribly stupid. I mean, I did one time drive across Pennsylvania while, tri- while tripping on acid. Yeah, that was. I one time drove around Southern California on Christmas Eve on acid. So I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, uh, yeah. We might be old, but we were once degenerate. <laughs> once. Well, I mean, I'm... Yeah, I'm glad that's a gambling with, huh? degenerate. I'm glad that's we just have with. different vices now. Yeah. I love fast food like no one else. I'll tell you that. Degenerate that shit. <laughs> Sir, um, how many glasses of Mac sauce have you drank tonight? None. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sweat and grease. So did you guys party at all for the Super Bowl yesterday? No, it was just a chill night at home. Being that I had no stake in either of the teams and there was nobody in the Super Bowl specifically for me to root against, it was not that big of a deal for me. Yeah, we had Paul over and then a couple of our other friends came over after the game, just chilled, had beers, had pizza, but really nothing that big. Mostly just Paul and my brothers. I mean... I don't know. I don't really like going out much for Super Bowl. I, I will go to like a Super Bowl party if like a friend is having it. Otherwise, I'm not going to go to I'm not going to go to a bar for the Super Bowl or anything like that. No, that sounds like a fucking but, nightmare. Yeah, yeah, I've never had any desire to do that. No, that's for sure. But it was actually kind of raucous by me after the Rams won. A lot of beeping horns, a lot of fireworks. There are a couple bars like literally on the corner of my block. Um, so, you know, they were full and people were screaming at the end. And I mean, LA is just the biggest, most fair weather sports town. Um, so like, of course there were huge Rams fans on the Super Bowl day where there really isn't every other Sunday. People still have the price tags hanging off their jerseys. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only, the only team this town really goes hard for, I think is the Lakers. Some of some and mostly Mexican people will say they're pretty passionate about the Dodgers. I'll give that to the Mexican people. The white people certainly are not. And definitely really? not black people. Crackers don't give a fuck about baseball. No, no, I think I think like Mexicans in LA give a fuck. Like they fuck with the Dodgers pretty hard. Whereas white people are more fair with their fans in LA through and through, right? Yeah. Like the Mexican and the Dodger relationship is very like unique and special within LA got a tight bond yeah for sure I will say I did watch I I did watch the halftime show this morning on YouTube yeah I was wondering because I thought that would be something well who isn't interested in that halftime show it fucking ruled right yeah that was awesome like it that was was, sick I mean it's my uh, it was by far way better than any of the crap they've put on in the last several years yeah, like every performance really killed it. Yeah, I, mean, I thought Eminem was 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 kind of light. Like I thought he, I think he did like one song, right? Yeah, he just did "Lose Yourself," and I, damn, I mean, I feel like that is probably my one of my least favorite Eminem songs, just because it got so played out, and it's just referencing the movie he made. Yeah, so I was kind of like, ah, oh, man, that's the only Eminem song we get. But he did, he crushed it nonetheless. I feel like. Snoop sounded awesome. Dre sounded awesome. I saw everybody was clowning on on Fifty Cent, but I Fifty didn't... Cent did, does not. I mean, he is yoked. That man yeah. Is. I thought people were he calling him fat. People were calling him <laughs> fat. Chubby. I thought he looked good. I thought he looked cut. No, he. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't I think thought he was chubby. He looks like he's lifting for mass, mass, not for definition. Like I didn't think he looked fat. He didn't look sloppy, at least. And definitely his voice did not sound the way it should. 
Yeah, no, he didn't sound very good. He was, it was weird that he weakest. was he was hanging upside down. That I was like, is that <laughs> why the fuck is he hanging upside down? I was like, is this trick photography? And then I saw his pendant like resting on his chin. I was like, oh no, he's actually upside down. Well, that's how the in the club music video starts. Oh, oh I never, okay. I never saw it. Neither did I. <laughs> yeah, he starts upside down. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That yeah, makes sense. It makes sense. Thank, yeah. Thank you for explaining that to us. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah. So 50, I think had he had one song, right? I mean, I think only Dre song. did two. A, a little surprised by that. I um well Dre did three, I guess, since it was like a medley. Yeah, I um I maybe just like Eminem's stuff is just too has too much profanity to do like like how many songs can he really do? That's, that's what not, I was thinking. That's not sounded like completely gutted. The only other one he could have probably done was that stupid Venom song. Oh no! Yeah, I definitely don't <laughs> want to do that. Yeah, one. <laughs> he might have been able to do "Till I Collapse" or something like that. Something off the Recovery album, but no, I thought that. I mean, Snoop Dogg killed. Like Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre sounded great, and like they put on a hell of a show. Yeah. Um, Kendrick Lamar fucking killed it. I thought it was weird that he just like like existed in his own world and didn't fuck with them at all, even though they don't <laughs> do any songs together. But like he wasn't yeah. even on the stage at the end. He was just like, I'm good. I'm good. I did my album. I did my shit. Yeah, he was up top at the end. Oh, I didn't see him. My, my bad. Yeah, because him and he like shook 50's hand. Like you could tell like he was like, I'm so happy to meet you or something. Like it was oh, or- one of those situations where like they were introducing themselves or something. Yeah, a hell of a Super Bowl performance or halftime like show by the NFL picking those guys. Yeah, it's fucking great. I know they- Do you think all those backup dancers that Kendrick Lamar had uh, all shaved their facial hair and hair off today? Because mm-hmm. they it was they all had to have it bleached. No, I'd say they wanted to walk around for a couple of days and get recognized and then shave it off. That's a good call. I'll I'll take Kevin's answer. That, I didn't think right about one. that part. <laughs> yeah, you look like one of Kendrick's backup dancers. Well, I was. Funny story. Was. Sit down. Let me tell you a tale. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait for Kendrick's new album. I don't know when that shit's going to come out, but it needs to come out soon. His single from it came out a few months ago. Fucking rules. He didn't even perform it at the halftime show, though. I couldn't believe but, people were, like, triggered by the halftime show. Somebody, the guy, the guy from Turning, that founded Turning Point, uh, I don't remember what his exact tweet was, but it was about the Super Bowl being like the NFL being now a league of sexual degenerates because of that halftime show. <laughs> I saw some guys say that Ted Nugent, Kid Rock, and someone else could put on a better halftime show than these hoodlums. And it's just like... I. You can't be serious. Like you yeah. can't be serious with that take at this point. Like you can't. Like, like yeah. how much money do Eminem, Fifty Cent, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg have put together? Like they're not hoodlums anymore. Like get the yeah. fuck out of here. Also, kid, like hoodlums. Like if you're if you're offended by the content and the dancers, fucking Kid Rock has always got strippers around him, and he has like lines in his songs about eating ass in underwater in jacuzzis. Yeah, and I mean, doesn't Ted Nugent have a love song about fucking a twelve-year-old or something crazy like that too? Yeah, so yeah, maybe he should. The maybe he should by the guy one. from Turning Point is 
The NFL is now a league of sexual anarchy. This halftime show should not be allowed on television. <laughs> Man, don't people ever get... It's got to be exhausting being that much of a fucking pussy. For real. I don't... What was the sexual anarchy involved? Like, I felt like there was very little, like... There wasn't the, anything. The yeah. only thing that it was was exclusively uh, people of color. Right. Well, except for Eminem. Except Eminem. <laughs> But I mean, the the fifty oh, fifty cent right. did have some like booty girls twerking next to him. But I mean, uh, it's true. I don't know, who fucking was, cares? They were wearing. They were probably wearing more clothes than cheerleaders. That was mild. That was mild. Then you know what? Ah, uh, it's insane. It's I insane. also saw a couple like right wing news organizations trying to snitch on Snoop Dogg because there's like a picture of him smoking weed before he did the halftime show. It's like, yeah. what? You're trying to narc people out for smoking weed, you fucking dork? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I'm sure Snoop Dogg got the okay from the NFL or whatever. Like, it's Snoop Dogg. Like, it's also yeah, California. He's... It's not illegal to smoke weed. Like there, I think there was a prop bet going around on whether or not Snoop Dogg would smoke, smoke a blunt during the performance. Like, people were a, betting on that. That would have been actually. a G move. He should have done it. We should have. What would have happened? Like I'm sure people were like sparking blunts in the stadium because yeah. I mean why not? What the fuck are you gonna do? I wonder if those same people would be bummed out if like I don't know Travis Tritt or some shit was drinking a drinking a beer before he performed. Ooh, look what he's doing. Ooh, <laughs> who was is, is that? Like Luke Combs or like I don't know. He's some country guy. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, we're talking. About <laughs> I don't the think same Travis. Genre. Travis Tritt is probably is somebody that was relevant in country music like when we were kids. I don't. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know. At first, how, I was like, "Is he mean Travis Scott? Like, where is he going with this?" But I don't know <laughs> that. Uh, let's see. That's how close my fingers are to the pulse of country music. Yeah, I don't know why I even know who Luke Combs is. Who's the other guy that's on America's Got Talent or something? Oh, oh, is that um, Brad Paisley. The stuffed crust pizza guy, um, Gwen Stefani's husband. Did they get guy? married before or after that show? Uh, who fucking knows? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I can't even remember his name. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, some chode. chode he'll, pro- he'll probably be the halftime performer next year just to counterbalance all the angry fucking white people on Twitter. Yeah. All right. Which... Well, here's here's your halftime show for uh, 2023. It's Chode McGrundle. Yeehaw. I mean, it's it's just such like a I can't imagine it's just like a Twitter take like I can't imagine most of the public like I think everyone fucked with that halftime show. Yeah, how could you, you not? I mean, it's fucking awesome, like, sick. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Um, and I guess the uh, the one thing I'm surprised you guys didn't bring up was uh like the Eminem taking a knee during his performance. I thought that was what what you guys were going to talk about being people being triggered about i didn't even notice it so supposedly the nfl asked eminem to not take a knee during the national anthem um or maybe it was during the national anthem and or his uh performance but he took a knee at the end of his performance and people are like wondering if it was like for colin kaepernick or that type of thing and there were like i guess a couple of people on twitter butthurt or triggered about it which is just like the most ridiculous thing. It's like he didn't even, 
Like he took a knee during his own song. What the fuck? Like he can't do that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you want from the guy? <laughs> like, yeah. It, it was. I, I didn't even notice it. It didn't seem out of I, to me. It wasn't anything that caught my attention. I, I probably wouldn't have noticed either word or either if I didn't like read the that the NFL asked him not to knee beforehand. Then when I saw him take a knee, I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. But I don't. I don't think. Like he violated his contract. Not that they even, I don't even think they pay the entertainers. I think the entertainers pay the NFL to perform. Like, I think that's how it works. Man, just after that show, all I wanted was, was like, man, can Dr. Dre and Snoop go on the road? And I have to get tickets for that, that tour. I know. Like, like you holy think shit, that was maybe after Dr. Dre got divorced, he would need more money, but I guess, I guess he's, he's all right. I guess he's good. Uh, doesn't need enough to, to tour because like, if he does a one, I don't know. What's the standard tour? 25 city. Is it 50 city world tour? Like he's clearing. I don't know. Just do a show million. in LA. Just do a show in LA. You don't even have to travel. Just do one show. <laughs> Yeah, but then he does Coachella, and it's like, oh fuck, uh, but never mind. Yeah, might fuck as, Coachella. Might as well put it in the North Pole. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a single musical act that could get me to Coachella. There really isn't. I, I've thought about it. I mean, like Outcasts perform there, and that's like a bucket list live performance for me. Like, I really want to see Outcast, and not even they could do it. Because it's I mean, like... Rage Against the Machine was was tempting. But then it was like, oh, man, I got to fucking drive to Coachella and deal with parking think, and the dust. And yeah, I think they were the same festival, too, weren't they? Hipsters. Well, no, didn't, isn't that the one that got canceled? I don't think Rage ever even performed at Coachella yet. Uh, the one okay. they were booked on got canceled, I think. It's weird to, to, on. I'm gonna look that up actually. It's weird to to like get Rage Against the Machine to reunite and then not rebook them when you reschedule the festival. I wonder if Zach De La Rocha or whatever was like, uh, "Nope, we changed our mind." Yeah, you had your chance. We were gonna do that date, but now, eh, now we don't want to. We hate each other again. It's kind of like I don't know. Like Coachella seems like something that. Rage Against the Machine would specifically be against. Oh, man. No, listen, uh, this is why I didn't go, actually. So the headliners for it was Coachella 2014. First night is Outcast. Second night is Muse. Third night is Arcade Fire. Like, fuck you. Like, I'm not paying you. I think that the weekend pass is like $600. And then, like, it's an extra fifteen hundred on top of it just for lodging and all that other shit. Like I'm not paying two thousand to fucking see. I bet you you could lodge with arts for a fraction of that. Perhaps, but that was—I mean, 2014. That was before I knew arts well enough to crash at his place. Um, do you guys see? They also, since we last got together, they announced the the Oscar nominations. Oh no. Yeah, so I, didn't see that. I don't know if you pussies are still retired from Oscar bets, but if anybody's got any suggestions for punishments, maybe if the right one jumps out at us, you know, tweet us. We get the right yeah. the right suggestion. Maybe we will bring back Oscar punishments. Did we do Oscar picks last year? Just no punishment? I don't think so. I think we just completely ignored them. What? That doesn't sound like us. I would have liked to pick the Oscars regardless of a punishment. 
just because it gives me something to like gamble on with you guys or do I mean, a little contest. We can still do it and then yeah. decide on punishments or no punishments later. Have you seen most of the movies nominated? Technically, but um, that's only because since we last convened, um, I did watch Nightmare Alley. So the- I watched Nightmare Alley last week and forgot to talk about it on the episode. So they, they did another 10 nominations for Best Picture, and it's Nightmare Alley, Don't Look Up, Dune, Drive My Car, Belfast, Licorice Pizza, Power the Dog, West Side Story, King Richard, and Coda. And I have not seen Drive My Car, Licorice Pizza, West Side Story, or Coda. But I've seen all the other ones. And I'm man, I'm so fucking bummed out that West Side Story got nominated. Because I always like to see all the movies that get nominated for Best Picture. And a fucking three-hour musical. Are you fucking kidding me? I'd rather... I thought that wasn't very good. It was not well-received, I thought. I think it got good reviews, just nobody gave a fuck and nobody went to see it. So it bombed. It's a three-hour fucking musical remake. Like, ugh. I mean, ugh. It's only two, and a half, two hours and 36 minutes. I'd rather watch the entire Human Centipede trilogy with my grandma three times in a row. Oh, I'm definitely not ever watching it. I have no interest. I'm just saying uh, maybe it'll help you at two hours and 36 minutes instead of three hours. Yeah, man. But uh, I and for some reason last night when Rent Ren and I watched um, House of Gucci, I thought that was an Oscar pick. But I guess it only got nominated for hair and makeup. So it got nominated for something, but it's just one of the technical categories. It it did pretty well at the Razzies. I think the entire <laughs> cast of House of Gucci got nominated for a Razzie. What? All right. I'm very interested in getting your review on this because I thought the movie looked pretty awesome. And I I I don't know. I don't even know why I didn't go see it, to be honest. Um, I mean, it was another one where I wasn't too interested in the story and the runtime was definitely a turnoff. It's also two hours and 36 minutes. But, um, I don't know. I like, I like Adam Driver. I got no beef with Lady Gaga. Jeremy Irons is in it. Jared Leto kicks ass. Um, Salma Hayek's in it. So I was like, alright, this is a cast of people I like. Ridley Scott kicks ass. So fuck it, I'll, I'll watch this. And I will say, it it definitely started off boring. It I was kind of like I don't really give a fuck about anything that's going on. These accents are just out of control. It it took a while for them to <laughs> start not seeming distracting because they they hit it hard and nobody hit it harder than fucking Jared Leto. He was like Super Mario bouncing around the screen. He's like. He gets betrayed at one point, and he shows up, and he's like, Why would you do this to me? Ah! Like, really hitting the eyes. It's me, Jared Leto. So he was like an annoying Italian? Yeah, but it, it was... I had to ask 
rent round. Like, is this because she's she's big into fashion? She likes Gucci stuff. She's read books and watched documentaries on all this, so she knew the entire story, and even the stuff they changed from real life to the movie. She was like, "Oh, okay, that's not how that actually happened. They actually did this." So she was filling me in on stuff that happened because without her, I think even though it's a long movie, it moved, it jumped around a lot and didn't fill in all the spaces. So I'm like, wait, why is this happening? And she would sort of fill me in. But I guess the guy that Jared Leto played was known for being the clown of the Gucci family. So I guess it did kind of make sense that he was playing it in a very goofy comical manner but he was he was entertaining to watch and once it sort sort of got moving i definitely liked it more and by the end i was sucking three and a half gucci dicks that's not bad it was entertaining how did, how did lady gaga do adam driver these peeps lady gaga i mean again it's you really have to let the accent sink in because it does seem very goofy and unnatural for all of them. But once once you get over it, uh, I don't know. They they killed it. They did great. I don't understand why the whole cast got a Razzie. I thought it was good. Did any one of them get nominated for an Oscar? Like, I thought Lady Gaga was getting, like, supporting actress buzz, stuff like that. No, she got, she got snubbed. Um, let me see. So the best actress ones, like... Uh, Penelope Cruz, Kristen Stewart, Nicole Kidman, Olivia Coleman, and Jessica Chastain. Terrible. Yeah. And like, I saw The Lost Daughter with Olivia Coleman. I saw Being the Ricardos with Nicole Kidman. I haven't seen the other three yet. Uh, I, I have actually seen the, the eyes of Tammy Faye. Yeah. That's on HBO max. I've been meaning to to watch that and i'm sure i'm gonna be watching it at some point would you it would you was think? a lot of fun no shit. I, I i really enjoyed it uh andrew garfield and jessica chastain were phenomenal um and it it's funny because after watching that and then now watching season two of the righteous gemstones it all makes sense like the stuff that's happening in the righteous gemstones is not that far off of from what the bakers did so it now seems much more grounded in reality than it did for the first season oh no shit <laughs> because the like the bakers were building a theme park oh is that happening it, in righteous gemstones i haven't even started and, the new season yet well in righteous either. gemstones they oh it, it's in the first one they have on their compound they have a theme park oh yeah, I need I need I, a righteous gemstones refresher. Yeah, you, I need a refresher as well. Season two of that show is incredible. It's a lot better than the first one. That's what I'm hearing. I hear it's it's a lot funnier. It's hysterical. Eric Roberts is in it, uh, and he plays just a real like scummy wrestling promoter. Uh, ER. Man, one of my favorite Eric Roberts lines is in. Um, I think it's the dark night when he's at like some nightclub with some girl and she's like, can we go somewhere else? I, we can't even hear each other talk. And he's like, yeah, what makes you think I want to hear you talk? It was perfect. It was dark night. <laughs> I watched so that movie the other funny. night, actually. 
Um, and then I guess best actor is Andrew Garfield, not even for the eyes of Tammy Faye, but for tick, tick, boom, another fucking musical thing. Like, ah, come on, show mercy on me. Academy. Don't the guy who wrote rent. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there, I think it's a musical. I think they're singing and dancing in it and it's Lin-Manuel Miranda who seems like a chill dude, but motherfuck that guy likes musicals and I just do not. So wait, it's a musical about a musical? Yeah. yeah. These guys have some fucking audacity. It's like a turducken <laughs> made out of poop and vomit. Unfucking believable, man. Andrew Garfield, that guy sucks. I can't stand that fool. I would, he was in that one Mel Gibson movie, and I've just sold all my stock ever since. <laughs> I forget. It was like the one really bad Mel Gibson movie. Oh, wait a second. This fucking pussy's going around healing people? Oh. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Hacksaw Observer. Hacksaw Ridge. with three med kits. Yeah, Yeah. Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, it's like Jeff and Fortnite. Hey, guys, I have three med kits. Yeah, that's because I know I can't fucking do battle, so I just try to (laughs) heal all the teammates. (laughs) Yeah, you also don't know how to revive people either. No, I mean... Like, if you get downed in Fortnite and Jeff is on your team and he's still alive, he'll, like, run over to your corpse... And then, like, 10 seconds go by before you actually start getting revived while Jeff tries to remember the button. Yeah, I'll start to revive you. Then I'll be like, oh, wait, no, I should I should put up, like, walls or something. And then I'll put up <laughs> walls, and then I'll forget to, like, revive you. <laughs> but, yeah, Andrew Garfield, Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog, Javier Bardem, Denzel Washington, and Will Smith. I saw three of those movies. I saw Power of the Dog, I saw Being the Ricardos, and I saw King Richard. Out of the three, King Richard is miles away from the other ones. King Richard was fucking sick. I actually really like that movie. Quick question. I don't know if you've seen this trailer yet or heard anything about it, Kevin. I know you did, Shuddy, last night regardless. The Peacock remake of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air called Bel-Air. I'm just going to say this. Could be good. I'm vaguely interested. What do you guys think? I, I've seen, cause I have Peacock and sometimes when you put on one of the channels, they, they run commercials for other Peacock programming. So I've half paid attention to that commercial a handful of times and I don't know. I think it's completely unnecessary. Why do we need a dramatic retelling of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? There is a world where there is a good drama there. Like that... There is, but it's not a crazy leap of faith for them no, to get there on it. No, but who was asking for it? How are they going to work in the Carlton? Is he going to do a dramatic Carlton? Well, in the in the trailer, it was just like a really like I don't know, soft spoken or like I don't know, he just sound like a white guy. Like a I I'm. I don't know. It's it's essentially a poor kid from the hood going to stay with his rich family, except there isn't the fucking sitcom comedy behind it. I, I have some hope for it. I actually do. I actually think it could be good. But I, I would prefer it not be on Peacock because maybe like it being on Peacock will it'll make it more like PG-13 or like, I know that's not really how they grade or, or rate TV shows, but you know, if it was on an HBO, there could be some nudity, some violence, some shit. But yeah, now I don't know. I think now it that it's on, good. Now that it's on Peacock, there's no hope of seeing Uncle Phil's dick. <laughs> Whatever. You know what I'm saying. I just want to see how big his nuts are. 
you can make me the clown here, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just seems silly. Like, growing up with Fresh Prince and then seeing them try to do a dramatic version, especially because, like, the banner for it on Peacock is, like, some the guy they cast to be Will Smith with, like, his sideways hat with his big, doofy grin on his face. It's very cringy to me. But you never Fair know. Enough. Could be good. Who knows? I mean, Peacock did a great job with the MacGruber series. That was fucking hysterical. Yeah. The cock. Well, uh, I'll give it a shot when it comes out, and I'll, I'll report back to you guys. The cock. Hey, you mentioned something when you are going through the Oscar nominees. Yeah. And I don't think you ever talked about this or reviewed this on the podcast, but the, the Ricardo movie, right? It's an Amazon Prime original. Did you ever review that? No, I don't think you did. No, because it Were was you embarrassed, <laughs> embarrassed no. by watching it. No, I mean I threw it up on my Letterbox D profile, but it was one of those weeks I think where we had a ton of stuff to review, and I didn't want to drag the review portion of the show out even further just to crowbar in being the Ricardos. So I just sat on it, forgot about it, much like the movie. It was. Kind Not of very good. Kind of boring. I actually will defend um, Nicole Kidman because a lot of people were saying she was awful in it as as uh, Lucille Ball, but I actually think she did a pretty good job. It was just I didn't really give that much of a fuck about the story. It basically takes place over I think just a couple of days while shooting an episode, and it focuses mostly on a cheating scandal with Desi Arnaz her being accused of being a communist and her being an obsessive micromanager of the content of the show and her just with all the shit going on in her life she is so obsessed with this one tiny little scene in one episode and it was just kind of like yeah all right i mean kind of interesting but overall fucking boring not worth a movie i know jk simmons got a uh, nominated for best supporting actor in it and he was actually really really great in it that guy is just a plug and play type dude yeah that's he's what they awesome. say in sports for someone you could just put in any position and they fucking kill it so. yeah and he was he was greater than he usually is and i'm a i'm a big fan of his the guy that played mance raider in game of thrones got one for belfast which i saw and was very bored by uh, one of the guys in Coda, two people in Power of the Dog, Jesse Plemons, and Cody Shit McPoop. I'm at the, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I'm more annoyed with the Academy Awards this time <laughs> around, or like I'm I'm actually impressed on just how oblivious to the rest of the world they are. Like, you know what? We're just going to keep being douchebags. And here's the show. Here, here, Here's the awards. I don't know. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You don't like musicals? Fuck you. We're going to give it to a musical. No, didn't, isn't Nomadland, didn't that win last year? It did. Um, fucking believe, I still haven't seen it. I, I might never see it. I haven't seen Shape of Water. I haven't seen a lot of these recent best picture winners but shape of water wasn't wasn't terrible you know they they had me the whole movie had me until she fucked a fish it's just you could have like the the romance part is believable i mean everybody bought into beauty and the beast she never fucked the bear 
Like, don't fuck the animal. If there's some sort of magic kiss or action that breaks the spell, fuck when they go back to being a human. You can get away with some smooches, but don't fuck the fish man. After that, it's just weird. The rest of the movie is weird, and it retroactively makes the beginning of the movie weird. It's now a movie about fish fucking. But it won Best Picture. I love that take. Oh, Thank well, you. Sonny, I can't Thank add you. to that. <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, Guillermo del Toro's new one, Shuddy Boy, and I can can tag team this bitch. I kind of like Nightmare Alley. I kind of didn't like it. Ooh. I kind of fell asleep 15 minutes in, so I can't help you guys here. But my brother liked it. Ladies and gentlemen, well, we have all the bases covered. We have the <laughs> ones that liked it, the ones who didn't like it, and the ones that fell asleep. Listen. It was. I loved the way that it was shot. I loved the, the the visual aspect of the movie. Yeah, for sure. It it was quite slow. Um, I think, like, I enjoyed it, but like at the end, I was like, oh, it's kind of two movies in one. And I feel like the trailers that I watched for it didn't accurately describe the movie. I thought we were going to get a murder mystery or some sort of... That's exactly what I thought we were going into. Yeah, I thought there was going to be some supernatural elements to it, but it it was more or less a a noir film about Bradley Cooper. It was a remake of a noir film. Yeah, from, I think, the late 40s or early 50s, if I'm I'm correct. Uh, I never saw the original... Felt like I, I could watch this one without without revisiting or visiting the the original first, as did I. But uh, I, I mean, I like you said, the vibe was was dope. Like the the first half of the movie is Bradley Cooper joining a circus and just work, finding the ins and outs of the carnies and learning the grifts, and it was mentalism. Yeah, yeah, the mentalism stuff, which I all found really, really interesting. Even the slow parts, it was still the acting was really great. I, I fucking love Tony Collette. Um, uh, the thing that this movie did was make every woman seem extremely attractive. Yeah, I, I, I had I boners mean, to go around. Tony Collette looked really, really pretty in it. Your cousin looked really pretty in it. How dare you? Um, and, but yeah, Kate Blanchett did look good, and even Camp Bla- even Kate Blanchett looked really good. Wait, who was my cousin then? I thought Kate Blanchett was going to be my cousin. Isn't Rooney Mara like technically your cousin somehow? Oh no, 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 no! Her grandma and my grandma are friends. Oh, my mistake. But there's no, I, I knew there's there no was relation. a familial connection, but that's but no, that's who I was going with when I said your cousin. They still kick it. I think so. Whoa, it's, it's major. Uh, but the, it, it was kind of weird. Like, I knew Kate Blanchett was in it, and she's not even in it until, like, an hour into the movie. She gets introduced really late. Like, it goes from half the movie's a carnival, and then half of the movie is Bradley Cooper off being a mentalist. I thought the whole thing was going to be the carnival. But despite that, it was it was interesting. I was I was into it the whole time, and... I thought it kicked ass. I think I I think I sucked four dicks on Letterbox Letterbox D. Let me see. I, I did not like the ending. Oh, uh, the uh, the twist ending yes. or whatever. Correct. I thought it was kind of cool. 
I was more kind of along the lines like, this is just uh, so ridiculous. Willem Dafoe was really good in it too. Willem Dafoe was excellent in it. Everybody was excellent in it. Well, I'm looking it up on Letterboxd right now. I didn't know Richard Jenkins' character was Ezra Grundle. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it now. Grindle. Two and a half hour runtime. It yeah. felt every bit of two and a half hours. It did feel long, but I still I still enjoyed it. I still thought it kicked ass. I'm giving it three dicks. Although, I mean, for what it's up against, I would not be bummed out if it got if it won Best Picture over the rest of the fucking snooze fest in there. Except All for right, now I have to look this up. What's it called? Um I'll still I'll still defend King Richard. That kicked ass. Did that get nominated for Best Picture? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah, you were... Uh, yeah, you liked that movie initially. Yeah. I mean, oh. I honestly wouldn't be bummed out if... The only ones I would really be bummed out if they won would be Power of the Dog, West Side Story, and Belfast. Because I saw two of those, two of the three. They were really boring. And West Side Story, two and a half hour musical. I'd rather let Lizzo poop on my head i honestly i do you have a problem actually, with lizzo no i just don't want her pooping on me i think lizzo sucks but uh <laughs> steven spielberg like his legacy is slightly diminished by 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 directing west side story in my opinion like i i think it's the biggest bitch shit ever like like dude you haven't seen your name enough in the press like you're just trying to get invited to an award show with an easy like an easy like this movie almost just invites itself to the oscars and him doing a remake of essentially a romeo and juliet remake again i've said this i think before would be like if fucking like paul thomas anderson did a remake of jaws like it's it's unbelievable. Like, it's unbelievable this asshole actually did this. Uh, I think it's fucking <laughs> whack. The only thing, I'm looking at the nominees now. I, I actually like Don't Look Up. And Really? I can only imagine what that acceptance speech would be like. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it can only be so terrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how, how bad do you think that acceptance speech is? They yeah. might as well just do it from their buttholes. Like, just like with the Ace Ventura talking anus. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't be b- bummed out if Dune won. I like sci-fi. Sci-fi doesn't win a lot. I thought Dune that movie kicked ass. ass. Yeah, Dune was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still have to go see... Maybe I'll do that this week. Like, Drive My Car and Licorice Pizza, I think, are both in still in theaters in L.A. I do want to check those out. What the hell is Drive My Car? It's a Japanese, yeah, it's a Japanese drama. Okay. Like oh, I'm I'm out then. Yeah, I mean focusing uh, like when I when I look on sniff your own farts, film critic letterbox D audience Twitter, people have been farting in their mouth about drive my car for a while now. The only thing is it's not it's it's not streaming anywhere and it's only been showing I think in a hundred theaters across the entire country, so the true true film dorks are really. Uh, Dropping some fellatio on that movie, and everybody else is like you guys. Like I don't, I don't know what that is. What is this thing? Probably end up winning the award. Maybe. Probably. Um. 
Got some some emails coming in from a new listener named Katie, who said, "I love the show." Oh, this is a big one. Um, I'm a little new to the show. Started listening to the podcast in early 2021 when I got my new job and had time to devote more uh, devote to more listening. And I'm slowly slowly catching up with older shows. I'm also new-ish to Patreon. I'm a longtime listener to the Jason Ellis Show and wanted to show my support to y'all. Content is amazing. Love, 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 queef or no queef. It's one of the shows I can't wait to listen to and play along with. It gets a little difficult when my commercial breaks are longer and I have to pause the podcast to catch up, but it's manageable. (laughs) I wish there was video of y'all to play to get the full effect. I just feel like asking you to watch two things at once while listening to two things at once is a big (laughs) ask. Yeah. Plus, we record Queef or No Queef early on Thursdays, and I like to just roll out of bed, drink coffee, and then hop on Zoom with you guys without having to worry about... During Queef or No Queef, Kevin uh, looks very similar to the way Jeff does during the main episode when we pick (laughs) on him. (laughs) (laughs) I take full advantage of there being no no video element to Queef or No Queef. We don't want to cross-pollinate our brands either. I'm the... the Dirty, disheveled uh, MSPH host. Yeah. Uh, but she goes on and says, Jeff and his snack attacks are hilarious. I want more shuddy. I feel like you have a lot to say, and I need to hear it. I did have a question. I enjoy watching the videos of the show, but to have to flip to the podcast to get the Easter eggs, do, y- do y'all still get credit for me fast-forwarding through the podcast to the end since I watched on YouTube? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know how they work these fucking algorithms for giving us download ticks, but um, I'm sure I'm sure it helps. Probably. Yeah. I think if you like download it or subscribe, start playing it, and then push it all the way through, that would actually count as like a stream or a listen. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not saying that with any real confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, it tracks. Go- Makes sense, right? Katie goes on to say, how do I bump y'all numbers up? I mean, I guess just spread the word. I mean, we tell your friends and family for 11 years. We've been telling people, Hey, you should listen to our podcast. It's fucking dope. But of course we're going to tell people they should listen to our podcast. Hit us up. We'll send you some stickers. Yeah. I mean, that's how, that's how Joe Rogan got massive. People are like, Hey, did you hear this show? This guy had a, Dude on talking about how he ate nothing but meat and got tons of vitamins from it. Yeah. It has nothing to do with his stand-up gig or UFC broadcasting or anything like that. He just put in the work and people shared the podcast. And if, if you could be so kind to do the same with us, Kate, is it Katie or Kate? Katie. Katie, that would be a huge help. And we appreciate I I appreciate the lovely email. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, to Virgin Ears... Uh, enticing somebody with a show called Queef or No Queef. I don't know how anybody turns that down. You definitely and should lead with Queef or No Queef. And if and if you don't, uh, if you don't know how to start the conversation, we do have T-shirts available. And you can Queef. That'll that's a nice breaker. Wait, where do we have T-shirts available? I still have a box of T-shirts. What? Which one? The last run of the last ones we did. Oh, the the eighties one or the nineties yeah. one. But DM I, them. 
but I definitely think we should do a new shirt for, for the spring summertime. I All don't right. know. It's been a while since we've done a merch run. That's true. We should rattle around some ideas. Um, and then sh- Katie's got more. She says, notes from a female listener. We don't care if you fart, poop, or pick your nose. They're bodily functions and happen to everyone. If it's an emergency and you need to shit at our house and we can hear it through the door, it's okay. You're sick. We understand. We'll give you, uh, we'll give you medicine and continue on. If they can't handle a fart or some hot liquid shit shooting out of your ass at 100 miles per hour because you ate food that didn't agree with you, then that's their problem. If you shit your pants on a date, clean up, toss your dirty underwear in the trash, and keep going. Don't make it weird. Just wanted to say you guys are amazing. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Katie. You covered yeah, wow. a lot of bases there and definitely boosted our egos. Yeah, my two responses to that final part of that email are, do you have a boyfriend and what is your phone number? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, somebody else wrote in an email. Hey, Kevin, I hope you're okay. And of course, I'm sorry to hear about your loss but I'm extremely happy to to continue to hear about your wonderful relationship. I am glad you had her through all this, and she seems like an awesome person, and you deserve that man. Uh, Thank you. Um, Trevor, thank you very much. And he also says, hey, I can't access my Instagram, but hope you could share this info with Jason. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. Keep going. (laughs) Um, his latest Hawk versus Wolf, where they where they're discussing the Autobahn and going 200 miles per hour. I thought he would enjoy s- seeing and sharing these insane new cars and speeds. Plus, I think you and the boys of your podcast might also enjoy it, especially since you guys love learning about awesome records. So that's like a, a YouTube video or an article about super fast cars. Nice. There's. One he said is called a Devil 16. That is a top speed of 347 miles per hour, 5,007 horsepower, and then a whole bunch of stats that I don't know what they mean. Well, just tell Jason. He'll get it all, I'm sure. Yeah. He'll understand. Yeah. I'll just tell Jason about the the Devil something. The devil 16 with the 5,000 horsepower. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, got another email. This one's from Nate. He says, has anyone ever noticed that Kevin is the real-life Rick from Rick and Morty? Random burps in the middle of sentences and never reacting. Also, no mention of Autumn from MasterChef posting a link to her OnlyFans on her Instagram story. Thanks, Nate. I don't follow Autumn. I know Jeff, you do. Have you been keeping up on on Autumn's social media? Yes, I see every one of her posts ever. Absolutely, I'm keeping up on it. Unfortunately, OnlyFans banned me both my email addresses for whatever reason, so I can't give Autumn money. I almost want to DM her and be like, hey, "How do we do that? What if I if I just Venmo you like fifteen bucks or something? You just <laughs> show me your butthole a couple times a month." Yeah, have you tried to get it reinstated? I know what well, I'm going to make like what I'm going to make an only specific email address. Like it makes zero fucking sense. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if you want to if you want to pay to see naked ladies. It makes perfect sense for me to me to make a, a new email address. Yeah, but if they've already um, blocked the two that I've made or my two email addresses, like what's to stop them from blocking a third? Like I'm just going to continue in this loop where I'm giving them the same credit card under a different fucking email address. Well, I don't, I mean, did you oh. ever, you can maybe get to the cause of why they're blocked. Yeah. You, plead your case. No, I've, I've asked them before and they're straight up. We're like, I don't know. Well, that, did you reply back? Well, if you don't know, can I come back? If you don't no. even know what my infraction is, like if I'm in jail and I'm like, Hey, why am I in here? And they're like, ah, honestly, I don't know. How did you get in here? Like, okay, well, can we resolve this? Like, if nobody knows why I'm in jail, can I get out of jail? Well, chances are if you're in jail and nobody knows why you're in jail, it's because there's something corrupt going on. And no, you will not be getting out of jail. (laughs) They don't usually allow messages to leave that jail. (laughs) Like, like nobody's giving you any answers as to why you're in jail if if there's no reason for you to be there. Yeah, I also have an OnlyFans workaround where I just follow a bunch of dirty subreddits, which oh. are pretty much just like OnlyFans. Like oh, free. yeah, Wet Melons. The Wet Melons has got one, yeah. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> I thought we are being truthful here. I thought that's what we do on the Mad Scientist Party Hour. I really are we like, going to voicemails? I only like melons when they're wet. Yeah. It's, it's wet with two T's. No shit. I'm, in, I'm um, interested to know what voicemail we got just as we were starting to record. Well, we're backlogged, so I don't even know if we're going to have time to get to all those. But uh, We can't even go to that one? I do want to give a shout-out to... I saw that, that Twitter account of ours that's called like Out of Context MSPH. Well, I haven't checked that out in a long time. And it's just... Oh, that's awesome. At MSPH quotes. And... Like half the time I see that thing show up in my feed and I'm like, I don't remember any of us saying that, but wow, out of context, that is definitely very weird. I love it. I mean, it's not much different than the random buttons of me that you play. (laughs) Yeah. Which one of us said I'd probably do a lot better sexually as a ghost. My money's on Jeff. Yeah, it had to be me because I've been, I'm O for like this decade, really. Maybe we could get like Dom or somebody to just put all of those tweets on a list and we make a game out of who said it. Because I think that's I only actually probably, a good idea. I don't really know if I know who said any of those things. I don't recognize any of my quotes. What are you, what are you <laughs> laughing at, Shuddy? There's a few gems in there. <laughs> I feel like you wouldn't ask that question to somebody unless you know they beat off on huh? their knees. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's definitely Kevin. Are you sure? That sounds like Shuddy to me. Nah, we we know how you like to jerk off. Unfortunately, <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a that's a solid Twitter account. So, shout out to them, whoever's running it, and yeah, you should you should give that a follow. Um, yeah, maybe that's a good way to get people into the show. You know, retweeting that account and being like, wait, somebody on a podcast said this? I have to hear this in context. Yeah, Katie, send them a couple, send them, or Kate, uh, send them a couple tweets from that account and um, talk about queef or no queef. (laughs) 
<laughs> what is this fucking insanity we've created? God forbid I have a kid and then he tries breastfeeding on my saggy witch tits because he thinks I'm mom. Well, it's got to be Kevin. <laughs> <That is laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that one's me. Um, Some real gems there, though. Oh, we forgot to mention it when we were talking about the Super Bowl. Did anybody see He-Man? Oh, not anybody because Kevin didn't watch any of it. But <laughs> my uh, homie actually texted me about it, saying that there was some some He-Man thing in the commercials. It was in uh, it was a Rocket Mortgage commercial, and it started with girls playing with a Barbie dream house and stuff like that, and then it segued into castle grayskull being for sale it was just a mattel and rocket mortgage mashup did you jizz your pants no oh my god i was smiling i love real estate and castle grayskull (laughs) oh if only they put some acai in there Right. I uh, actually missed that that commercial. I think I was in the bathroom. So I missed the Doctor Strange. Oh, I watched trailer. that on I watched that on YouTube. Well, that was that's fucking rad. Going to happen tonight, and the McDonald's Kanye commercial. Holy shit! I think I missed both of those. I don't know what the McDonald's Kanye commercial is. Kanye seems so unhinged right now. How do they even gather him to say a normal sentence promoting? anything other than himself uh from what i gathered all that happens in the commercial is he goes does he interrupt I, the the he, mayor he rolls up to at, the drive through in a wacky ass vehicle of some sort and then says can i get uh did shuddy freeze or is he is it a dramatic pause and then the cuss and then the commercial ends uh he he us for like ten oh, seconds. That, that's what that you're was, doing. Okay. That was in the commercial. Did it not come through? I think you froze at one point in the middle of doing a long uh. Oh yeah. It was like I all I yeah, he goes, Can I get uh Listen, Hamburglar, I'ma let you finish. But Grimace had the best music video this year. <laughs> I can't believe that Dude. pussy is threatening to boycott Coachella if Billie Eilish doesn't apologize to Travis Scott. Like, you fucking... What did Billie Eilish do to Travis Scott? That's the thing. I Nothing. Based on what I read, she did nothing to Travis Scott, and he's just randomly demanding her apology, or her, her apologize to him. Like, this motherfucker... Like, he always does this. Like, these, these weird outbursts public outburst when he's trying to promote a new album like that's kind of his routine and donda 2 is coming out right i guess it's donda a little bit one different. just came out didn't it yeah maybe it's a little bit of that and the whole kim kardashian thing mixed into it where he is kind of going even further off the rails but like this whole this is super annoying like his i know we disagree on this but i always thought that his music just made up for all the annoying shit and now i don't even think that i can't even his music isn't that good, and his shit is just ultra, ultra lame. Like the Julia Fox thing is fucking. It's so whack. Like he, he essentially just hooked up with the female version of Pete Davidson, 
And like, it was such a lame attempt to like get back at Kim Kardashian. And when he's just got nothing on her, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He already gave up. They're done. Yeah. Like he broke up with her the day before Valentine's day, just to kind of further prove how much of a trashy motherfucker he is. <laughs> he's like, Kanye is just so terrible. He posted something on Instagram that had the civil war movie poster, the captain, a captain America civil war movie poster. But on one side, it's him. On the other side, it's Pete Davidson. Oh, my and on, God. on his side, I think he also has Julia Fox, Drake, and Antonio Brown. And then on Pete Davidson's side, it's like Kim Kardashian or Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson, Billie Eilish, and like Taylor Swift. It's just like Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish have zero to do with any of this. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Like it's, it's, I don't know. He's just so whack. And. He's Ultimately, pretty pathetic. it's like you're like a rapper, musician who's having beefs with a fucking SNL like cast member. Like this has nothing to do with anything, and your music kind of sucks for the past I don't know three albums. Yeah, he's he really is a stupid little bitch. And you were you were right, dick. Jeff. You were right about Venmo, but you're definitely wrong about Kanye. Well, all right, well, I won't have this argument again. Fair enough. <laughs> um also uh i was on doug loves movies again yesterday i forgot to throw that into my um my valentine's day wrap-up day i retweeted that i thought that was like it can't like the new doug movies doug loves movies that you were on didn't get released until a while after but you were on back-to-back doug love movies did this one did you have to go to san diego or did you do it through zoom it was zoom it was a Holmes Alone edition. Yeah. And, uh, gotcha. yeah. So I won the previous week, spoiler alert, and got to come back to defend my title as champion. But, um, yeah. So if anybody hasn't heard the two most recent episodes, let's fucking flex that Puminati bump and check them out. I got to say, man, I still am at the point where, like, I fucking, I do still get nervous going on other people's shows. I don't fucking know why. Well, you know, I still get jealous of you going on other people's shows, so it, it works out. <laughs> I'm, I'm still oblivious. So, <laughs> like, I still go on there and trip over my own, f- trying to get fucking jokes out of my mouth, and then I just butcher them. It's so embarrassing. You, you get better every single time. I didn't even notice it really on the last episode. I didn't listen to yesterday's episode, but last week's episode, I thought you were, you were very good on. Well, thank you. I know you never miss an opportunity to clown me, so I appreciate. So, do you do you get to return if you win? Yeah, like you get to always defend your title. Yep, that's awesome. And eventually, you just you won get... your way into just being on Doug. It's Doug and Kevin loves movies because you just win every time. Well, Kevin <laughs> is the only person other than Doug Benson to ever host the show. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! And I mean, holy shit, talk about like pissing your pants nerves. <laughs> I was fucking trembling like a leaf when I had to do that. Like it's one but thing being a guest in, in front of a crowd, but hosting somebody else's show that's like a well-established show in front of their fans to be downloaded by legions of their fans. It's like, oh, ah, the fucking stress. Yeah. And most people are going to probably just shit on you just because they're like super fans of Doug and you're not him. Exactly. Which yeah. I don't know if that did. I don't think that happened, right? You did pretty well. 
I mean, nobody nobody was mean to me. Nobody like specifically face. reached out to me. Yeah, and and targeted well, me I mean, and let me know that they hated me. Twitter would have fucking eaten him alive. Probably. I feel like if if I really ate shit or just came across like a total douchebag, people probably would have let me have it. But maybe yeah, I was that's just what I'm passable. Saying. If you and... did bad, you would have known on Twitter. Right, 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 right. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, I don't know, it was fun. I love doing it. Um, it's, it's definitely nerve-wracking. And man, I beat myself to fucking death every time I throw a joke out there and I, I like fuck up the delivery or I like misrepresented the joke I was trying to make. I'm like, oh man, it fucking came out of my mouth all jumbled. It's, it's like, that's up there now. I have to fucking live with it. And I'm, I'm like red with embarrassment thinking about it. I fucking, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm probably, it probably doesn't matter if people want to get on Twitter and clown my ass because no one's going to clown me worse than I am. Yeah, you're uh, your own biggest critic. Man. Man, there's one in particular that just got me really pissed off. It's championship medal right there. <laughs> you uh you can't no one can be harder on you than you are on yourself. Yeah. That's what the alphas say. Uh well, shuddy boy. I guess if you'd like, we can make you happy and do a few. Voicemails, yay. Let's do Thank it. God. Thank God. Talk to some of our fellow humans. And I believe this is where we left off. Oh, fucking shit! What's up, MSPH? Quick question for you. I've been listening to the last, uh, the last episode of this week, and uh, you guys were talking about Shuddy. Shuddy's ghost farting. So I was, <laughs> I was wondering while I'm out delivering these stupid ass Amazon packages, what do you guys think a ghost fart would smell like? Because they don't eat food. Well, I don't know if they would eat like a ghost cheeseburger or something, but I wonder what a ghost fart would smell like. So I'd like to hear one of you guys, or all of you guys, tell me what you guys think a ghost fart would smell like. You guys later. Sulfur. Oh, like the smell of hell is escaping out of their ass? Yep. I don't even know what sulfur is. It's a mammal. Rotten eggs. Mammal. <laughs> Fuck you. I know it's definitely not one of those. <laughs> Mammals, they all have four legs. I know that. <laughs> uh, ghosts, which is not a mammal. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he... he the voicemail makes a good point when he says that they don't eat anything. So like, there's nothing like digestive, if that's even a word that you could add into this commentary, but I don't know, man. I have something similar to the mammal that I think will break Jeff's brain. Oh yeah. Oh no. Do we want to do it here or do we want to tease the Patreon and do it there? I mean, I don't even know what you have up your sleeve. Yeah. It's something that may break his brain as much as the what is a mammal. Is it the new McDonald's menu hacks? Because that no. kind of broke my brain. I think no. that shit is fucking dumb. Do you guys know the deal behind those? Yes. And I hate it. Yeah. Did we talk about love- it? The secret menu? 
Or is oh, this something new? Did. I love the premise. I hate that you have to put it together yourself. And they send you like, and they put an instruction sheet in the bag with a QR code or it's like what? a fucking video. That I'm is the, that I did not know. That's the wackest shit ever. Like I have to put the, since when do I have to put the ingredients together? Is there some sort yeah. of weird corporate rule that like, sorry, we can't make your crunchy Big Mac for you. But here's the nuggets to put inside your Big Mac to complete well, the item. Well, the, the worst is if you're getting like the land, air, and sea, which is a Big Mac, a McChicken, and a filet of fish They're giving you the McChicken on buns that you're not going to use. They're giving you the filet of fish on buns that you're not going to use, I believe. No fucking way. Yeah, I think they're making you pay for the full sandwich. Yeah. You got to buy all three sandwiches and then blend them together according to their directions. And what are we supposed to say? Thank you? Like, what the? This is a rare. I'm a huge McDonald's fan. This is a rare, rare misstep by them, but this is egregious. This is very disappointed. This is one of the most epic boneheaded corporate moves I've ever witnessed in all my years on this planet. Yeah. Who in that's the fair? Like, are the Fry Guys now the 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 entire board of directors for McDonald's? How? Who are these nincompoops? You have making from, important decisions for you. From a business standpoint, it doesn't make any sense even because they're spending money on those buns that they're giving you to throw away. But you're where, paying for the buns. So you're actually right. losing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you are. Money. But if they charged a set price, didn't include the buns, they probably could make more profit. Yeah. I mean, is this McDonald's or fucking Ikea? I have to build this shit myself. I know it comes with like little instructions. Like, I mean, come on, how retarded do you think I am? Of course, I can blend a double cheeseburger and a fucking fillet of fish. I don't need instructions. I want you idiots to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I want. Like, wow, it's ridiculous! What an epic whiff. Yeah, I went to I went to McDonald's yesterday for breakfast. Not none of the menu hack shit. And then I saw that I was like, well, wait a second. Like, oh, the whole, and then it like dawned on me. It's like, oh, the whole menu is just, you just get the sandwiches out of the cart and you have to put it together yourself. Like, what the fuck? I was pissed. Yeah. I thought, how am I, how am I going to eat a land, sea, and air while I drive and put it together? Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, that's probably not something, even if they did it themselves, like, it's not something you could probably eat while driving, but I, point, point well made. Um, I, yeah, I thought, I was talking about this with someone and someone recently got an egg McMuffin and they tried to do the menu hack and they just handed them the egg McMuffin and the hash brown. Maybe that was you, Kevin. Have you gotten McDonald's breakfast in the, in the near? No. In the recent future or the recent, recent memory? Past. Recent memory? Recent past? Excuse me. I have not. It's been a minute since I've gone to Great. McDonald's. Just the, I just pulled a Kevin on Doug Benson. I mean, I, I've, I've, I, it's, it's, it's so weird that it took this long for it to click, but anytime I'm either high or just, you know what, I've been good, it's time for a cheat meal, it's in and out I was never drinking the in and out Kool-Aid until I, I discovered that animal style is conducive to my onion-free lifestyle. 
I thought it was worked into the sauce, but it isn't. You can just say animal style with no onions, and it's fucking exquisite. Yeah, dude. I don't know what to say. The thing, the thing that f- foreigners, non-LA natives, or people that don't have in and out around them don't understand is the fact that it's always fresh. I, I've literally, I, I've been to In-N-Out millions of times at this point, and I've never had an order fucked up. They're always super nice. It's not very fast, but that's usually because it's pretty busy, and there's really no getting around that. And yeah, I mean, yeah, like it's always well done, and like, yeah, you have to, and you you unlock like the the final piece of this whole thing is you have to find your burger order, something that you just get every time you know. Yeah. So mine's. Double double animal style, no onions, extra pickles, and my wiener's moving just thinking about it right now. My penis is actually wagging like a happy dog's tail today. I, all this food talk has me fucking starving. <laughs> I go, and you know what else three about, is three. good about In and Out? They don't when you order animal style, they don't put a burger in your bag, some mustard ketchups, and then tell you to go home <laughs> and grill it. Yeah, give you a fucking instruction manual. Yeah, I uh, I go three by three, cooked animal style, sub ketchup, um, or yeah, take off the spread, sub it with ketchup, whole grilled onions, no lettuce, no tomato, no pickle. Wow, that's because I like when when you do it animal style, they cook the beef in a in in mustard. Yeah, and I like that. Me too. And I I don't like the spread. How can you so not I like wanna, the spread? That spread is so fucking good. I don't know, it's just like a consistent. Like, I don't like the Big Mac secret sauce. Like I don't like that sauce. I like how we're just dragging this out to torture Shuddy. Yeah, like I'm. He's I'm just pretty like, hungry myself. Dude, he's just so looking around it. the room, like, oh, what in here is edible? And do I have any chocolate he man? <laughs> Imagine he just like grabs something off the fucking yeah. The the shelf behind him and just starts eating it. Takes like, that. Wait, that's an edible toy. Grabs the plasma ball off the shelf. Oh, please be chocolate inside. The only <laughs> thing that I have back there that's edible are the Masters of the Universe hot sauces and a bottle of Oshito. Ooh. If I were you, I would just crack open that bottle of Oshito and just start eating it with a spoon like it's soup. Because that that's an uh, appropriate way. To consume Oshido. It is that good. You could just eat it by the spoonful by itself. You're going to be do actually have lava. Some, some stir-fried chicken and vegetables that I could put some Oshido on. Oh, hell yeah. Well, Kwame's coming out here in like a month or so. We no shit. Connect. Okay. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and go to Oshido.com if you'd like to try some of those delicious, delicious sauces. O-H-S-H-I-T-O.com. Four flavors now, motherfuckers. Beef, chicken, fish, and vegetarian. Yeah, and if you go on the website, MSPH gets a shout-out in the description of the beef flavor. Yep. Use promo code Puminati to get a discount. I'm not sure the percentages. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> uh, a 95% discount, I believe. <laughs> All right, let's get through a few more of these voicemails, and then Shuddy can go eat. Hello, bad scientist party hour. This is Ian from Pittsburgh. Um, here's my opinion on Shailene Woodley. Um, she's very. My my apologies, real quick, to our previous caller. I would say ghost farts smell like electricity, kind of like, like static. 
And if ectoplasm comes out, that counts as a ghost shark. Very cute. She's like the cute girl that works at the piercing place at the mall. You know, <laughs> that type gets dropped off by her boyfriend. She's real, you know, doesn't talk to many people. She knows she's got it going on. But um, what makes her really hot to me personally, and it's because I'm mentally ill, is uh, I heard one time on Stern talking about her. And uh, she like makes her own toothpaste and she doesn't flush her pee and she does all kinds of crazy hippy dippy shit. And when I hear that, I just want to bark my wiener in her. Um, and keep it there for a while. Uh, so uh, I'm cursed like that. But uh, sounds like a terrible anyways, curse. Uh, also, I called in before. I called in about the um, uh, Judgment Night soundtrack and went on about music. And this is the greatest voicemail ever. Yeah, now he's <laughs> now he's hitting Judgment Night. Yeah, gives us a Shailene Woodley take, which is pretty similar to mine. Says he'd park his wiener in her. And leave it there. <laughs> and leave it there. And now now we're talking about Judgment Night soundtrack. Let him finish. Oh, if this guy starts talking about Armageddon, I might turn gay. Yeah, it's, we're going to do a fucking spinoff podcast, me and this guy. <laughs> um, this last episode and uh, the way Kevin is about movies is the way I am about music. So hearing Incubus was great. I'm a little older than you guys, and uh, Science is the best record. And who uh, thank having horns and all that. It's All those bands wanted to be Mr. Bungle, and Mr. Bungle's first record had horns and DJs and all kinds of shit. So that's probably more of what they were going for rather than ska, but I've never heard the original shit, so I don't know. Um, keep up the good content. I really like listening to you guys. Like I said, I'm a little older. I don't get to hang with my friends as much anymore. You know, responsibility, kids, all that crap. And, uh, this gives me like a one day a week where I get to hang out with my friends again. Cause you know, I have a athletic friend that's like Jeff, you know, calls everybody pussy. He's the pussy himself. You know, I got a friend <laughs> like that. I got a goofy friend like Kevin and shit i got like five stoner friends that are like you know could form like voltron to make shuddy so <laughs> wow you know, keep up the good content and i'll keep listening i'm good thanks Bye. dude yeah ian you you are definitely one of our friends and it's an honor to have you amongst the puminati yeah absolutely what a voicemail dude that was yeah. that was awesome and i like how he's like yeah, you know, I uh, really enjoy your podcast because I'm a grown up with responsibilities and you guys still don't have that. So, <laughs> you know, that's pretty much what he alleged. Well, at least me and Kevin, not so much Shuddy. Well, Shuddy aged out of his responsibilities. I mean, yeah, you just I, have, I did you just it have right. adults. I started young. Yeah, now yeah. I get to be carefree. Plod right through them. <laughs> Plod right through those responsibilities. <laughs> I'm out on the other side. <laughs> yeah, it all worked out. None and of my kids are in jail. And I'm still playing, still playing with toys. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got the toys and none of my kids are in jail. Who fucking won parenthood? That's right, I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here is a, another voicemail. Hey, this is Joe in Nebraska, a.k.a. Boba Fetish. And I just finished listening to the latest episode, and I, too, have a shitting my pants on a date story. Yeah. About three years ago, I was on a date with... <laughs> I'm, glad, let's, I'm glad you paused this here. Since, um, what was it, two weeks ago, when I declared that I have never and will never shit my pants because I'm an adult, 
Oh no. I've almost shit my pants twice. Luckily I didn't, but I got the urge where I had to go run to the bathroom or I was going to shit my pants. So was this, you tried to push out a fart and you could tell it had company or (laughs) you just, you didn't have to crap. And then a moment later you were like, Oh God, here it comes. This, the latter, the latter of the two. I hate that. Shuddy and I are only separated by like six months in age. Is is that the factor? Is like when you're forty, pushing forty, your 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 notification systems are are delayed. I don't. It, no, I just think that I've been eating exceptionally crappily, you know, exceptionally poorly. And I tempted fate <laughs> by making such a definitive statement about how I'm an adult. I don't shit my pants. I think that was just, you know. You're starting to bell curve on that, actually. You're getting to the point in adulthood where you could shit your pants. Yeah, is this, <laughs> yeah. is this the um, uh, regression? Karma just reminding me that I'm not that far away from my regression point. Yeah, you, we're, we are, <laughs> your ass is reaching its regression point. <laughs> nice, with, which is a queef or no queef term. Yeah. All right, let's go back to uh, Joe in Nebraska. Yeah, well, or, we need Boba to hook fetish. Him up with, uh, yeah, Boba Fetish. We got to hook him up with Katie, who doesn't mind if you shit your pants mid-date. You just clean up and keep going. Yeah, for real. Oh, oops, I hit. Hold on. Here we go. No! What happened? Ugh, where am I? He deleted it. On a date story. Uh, about three years ago, I was on a date with a chick, and we were out eating dinner. And across the street from the restaurant we were at, there was a skating rink. So we decided to go ice skating after we ate. And as we're ice skating around, my stomach starts churning. Uh-oh. And then, you know, I... You don't want to shit your pants in an ice rink. <laughs> then you'll get like a, a duty icicle hanging off your ass. Skating, did a little wobble. Next thing I know, just a little, uh, little squirt in my pants. So I excused myself, said I need to go find a bathroom. But I tried, you know, playing it as cool as I could. Went into the bathroom, finished. It wasn't a it wasn't a big log. It was just a, enough of a squirt to make a mess. And then, basically, you know, I threw my shorts in the trash. Went commando the rest of the date. But while in the bathroom, I cleaned myself up best I could. And and believe it or not, I did get laid at the end of the date. So <laughs> yes. we're married. There's that. So wow, I have I have to pause. His voicemail, just so I can switch back to the soundboard and dig out a button we haven't hit in in quite some time. It's and, been a minute. In fact, I hope it still fucking exists. Oh, I think I know what category it might be under. Nope, I was wrong. Let's see. How long can you spin your tires for, Kevin? That is an achievement. If you shit your pants on a date and you get laid afterwards... That's like 20 gamer points. Wow, it's been so long since I played an Xbox console. I don't even remember what they're called. Then you have an Xbox One, don't you? Or you did. I actually still do. I have I have the Halo edition. And I like that you had to think about on if you still had it or not. <laughs> well, it's it's also cuz they named their fucking console so stupidly. Xbox One is the third one or the fourth one and Xbox One X One Xbox Series S Box One X is the newest one. Come on, Microsoft. Love your guys' show. Been a fan for a while. Um, have a great day. 
Thank you, Boba Fetish. I mean, what an epic tale. Shout out to your penis. I mean, I would be worried, like, when you actually got down to hooking up with this gal and she's no, she takes your pants off and notices there, that there's no underwear. She's like, oh, how European of you. Or did you I was just going to say, how committed then to being command? Do you just be like, oh, I'm always commando. And then every time you see this girl, do you have to go commando? I'd also be nervous that my butt stinks. Like, does that? Well, it sounds like he sharded himself more than he full on shit his pants that that's a fairly reasonable cleanup to do in a men's restroom especially if they have paper towels versus just a accelerator hand dryer you could do a diy wet wipe and wipe your poopy fanny yep use some hand soap does she notice if you're going back to her ear place and then you could just say i just i woke up and i put my 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 shorts in the hamper or my my boxers in the hamper right if you go back to her place and then there's only your pants on the ground it's like well you know you know maybe that's when the conversation could happen but maybe she just doesn't notice if you're at her place or your place i don't sense? know i i mean i know it's been a while since you've had sex jeff yeah but i feel like she would have known that he his underwear were not there prior to them being on the floor why you can i mean you could be in the dark and it's not something she would maybe notice right? i dated like if you're i dated a girl in the dark and you take your clothes off in the dark she might not notice like you're missing your boxers i dated a girl like 20 years ago who was a commando enthusiast just hated underwear never wore them and always rocked jeans which i would always assume that like an unprotected cookie in a pair of tight jeans would be an unprotected schlong in a pair of jeans sounds terrible. Yeah. Jeans zippers have very sharp teeth. It's a it's a frightening mechanism to uh whatever genitals you have in your pants. Yeah. I don't want I mean, my I don't recommend gun commando, but No. I mean especially I mean that's it's almost like your underwear in that scenario on that date. That was like your boat, your reserve parachute. So like, you shit your undies, like you sharded, and ruined your 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 undies. But that's your mulligan. You cannot shit yourself again. You cannot yep, you, continue to shard. You only get you only get one shard. Yeah, because you can't just excuse yourself once again, skate backwards so she doesn't see the stain on your butt. And then walk out like Jeff does when we start the podcast, just Donald Duck in it. <laughs> it's like, wow, you are very European, aren't you? Superhero. Shuddy and I and Dom and our crew one time stayed at this place in Ocean City that had a roller rink or uh, an ice skating rink in the lobby. And I was hell-bent on doing a stunt there where I ate a bunch of X-Lax ran out there naked, got some speed, and then sat down, and just while I was sliding on the ice, just poop. And luckily, I think my alcoholism got the better of me. No, it wasn't the alcoholism. It was uh, this. It was one time when I talked you out of something. Because... Oh, for real? 
Yeah, because we rolled into this hotel on New Year's weekend. We literally rolled in 18 people deep for three hotel rooms with about six 30 packs of Miller Lite. <laughs> and everybody in the hotel was parents with small children other than us. Oh, and yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a good set or a good was, spot. To I looked at you stunts. and I was like, I don't even think we make it through this night before getting thrown out of here. Much because, less if I poop on the the ice skating yeah, rink. Pooping on the ice rink definitely would not have gone over well. But yeah, that was that was a bananas trip. There were like people sleeping in bathtubs. We had so many people crammed in the. That room. was me. I slept in a bathtub to get away from your snoring. No, there that was in other rooms also. That when they had like one of the other rooms had like eight people staying in it because the three girls got their own room and then the fifteen dudes had to share the two other rooms. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> like, it, was, it was fucking wild. Did anyone make it into the girls' room? And it was there was only three rooms because Kevin and I decided at the last minute to go and got our own room, and then everybody else ended up cramming and splitting because the girls decided that they wanted their own room because there were three now. I don't know about anybody else, but. I did. I did not get lucky on that trip. Mm. History says that there was some shenanigans that occurred that caused a little bit of drama that you were in the heart of. Me? Oh wow! I don't even remember. Love, can we? Can we hear more about this or what? Would Rant Rant be mad? I mean, she knows I didn't come out of a monastery right before we dated. Didn't you? Uh, you make out with somebody that someone else liked. Oh, what was his name, was Kevin? Into. What's that guy you who's that guy you made out with, Kevin? Oh, you son of a bitch. Who did I make out with? I think I feel like if we do first names, we're not gonna Or are we? You, you can use No, that was a different That was a different trip. That was Oh, okay. That was My at mistake. somebody's that was at somebody's house, and I'm leaving this intentionally vague. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. But that was around that time period. Okay. I feel like. Um. Yeah. How do we even transition out of that? Yeah. Here's another voicemail. Let's just do it. Mad Scientist Party Hour. It is shit balls calling you hammered again. <laughs> I got hammered again tonight. I'm sorry, but I will say that. You, MSPH, and Jason Ellis show, the new podcast, is probably some of the best podcasting I've ever heard in my entire life. It's better than Joe Rogan. I don't see how you guys are not famous yet, like super famous. But I don't know if you can a random brain question. But Oh, okay. Random brain question. But real quick, before you hit the button, Jeff, how many people are you going to pawn off on Katie? I'm saying everyone, if, just everyone. <laughs> I'm saying though, if we, I, I didn't mean as like a romantic thing. I meant as like a MSPH marketing team. Okay. Just every time some dude says something nice, you're like, you should get with Katie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe she was that the first voicemail. Cause that was very complimentary. No, was, now I just have that stuck in my head. First email. 
Right, email, excuse me. All right, let's let's queue up uh, shit balls. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random, random brain, brain question. question. I mean, with production value like that alone, how are we not gigantic megastars with a star on the Walk of Fame? I think it's because our social media game is weak. That's true. Yeah, we need an intern. What do you guys think about, Kevin, I know you can do this, talking to Jason and bringing both of your guys' podcasts on to at least one episode of the Jason Ellis Show? (laughs) (laughs) I love that that's his random brain question. I love that idea. I love it. Well, he is wasted. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Because that shit would be hilarious. Like, I can't live without either one of your shows. Like, I love them. So what do you think about maybe trying to put Mad Scientist Party Hour and Jason Ellis show together and being one big fucking orgy of hilarious podcasting? I don't know. I might be stupid, but I think it would be a good idea. Talk to Jason Ellis and see if you guys could do it at least once because I would love to hear that. It would be hilarious. And... Just to listen to fucking Shuddy not say a goddamn thing because he's a pussy. But later, buddy. Hmm. I don't think the that part was straight fired out at, yeah. at Shuddy as he as he departs. Yeah, what would what would Jason Ellis feel? How would he feel about the Mad Scientist Alice Hour? Um. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I I understand why somebody would want such a thing. Like, if we're your two favorite podcasts, why wouldn't you want a you know a crossover episode? It's just, it's that's a lot of people on mic at the same time. It is the shows are similar, but they're still very different. To where, I don't know how it would work. To be honest with you, um, I think it would. The dynamics would like certain things would cancel each other out, and it it might be like that one time when I was in college all stoned, and I was like, you know what, I really like ramen, and I also really like popcorn. I'm gonna mix the two. What if we did it like a game show where it was Jeff and I against Jason and Tully? In what? And then you were like the host because you're the one, you're the common denominator. And it was just like a trivia show or something. Do like a password? Yeah, or 10,000, something like that. Yeah, I could see that working. Like, I honestly think password would probably be the funniest. Like where you get handed a word on an on a index card and you have to give one word clues at a time. And if... Like Tully gives Jason a one-word clue and he doesn't get it. It goes to Shuddy and Shuddy has to give Jeff another one-word clue to try and guess it. And I mean, that alone, Shuddy and Jeff being on a team together in a round of password, I think would be hysterical. I think this has legs. Shuddy's like, ah, mammal. And Jeff's like, oh, fish. (laughs) Yeah, Kevin, work on a presentation, a little PowerPoint, pitch deck and... Get it in front of Jason's eyes. This can be part of the episode 600 festivities at Pooh Fest, April 420 weekend, 2023. (laughs) 
To- yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, as long as Shuddy Boy survives the stroke he's currently having. <laughs> I don't know why saying April 20th, 2023 was so difficult for me. It's a bit of a tongue twister. Um, oh, shit. Oh, fuck, man. We got to go. Um, but I mean, thank man, thank you, everybody who called in and wrote emails. Like, sure, we're not the biggest podcast in the world, but having motherfuckers like you guys listening is well worth the price of admission. It is it is an honor to not a chore to do this every week for you guys. So we are beyond happy that you guys in, enjoy listening to us goof on each other and talk about poop and farts <laughs> for two hours a week. Um, so thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for all the support. Tell a friend. Maybe that maybe that will put us over the top. Maybe that'll get us where we're going. If not, this is fun. We've already been doing this 11 years, so fuck it. Uh, and if you're in Kevin's family, get the rest of your family to listen as well. How dare you? How fucking dare you? Uh, if you need more MSPH in your life, though, uh, I do strongly recommend checking out our Patreon. I know it's 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 an uphill battle trying to get people to pay for content these days, but I, I assure you it's worth your time and, and your money. We do an extra podcast every week, um, anywhere from like 35 minutes to an hour long. And then, you know, the $10 tier has the video aspect of that and all of our individual shows. I think the 65th episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch with Shuddy and Dom just went up. There's... Over 100 episodes of Kevin's Nerd Hole. There's 50 episodes of Queef or No Queef. Or no, 50 episodes of Supermarket Queefs. My apologies. I think there's 15 episodes of Queef or No Queef. An entire season of Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition. Countless snack attacks. Countless between two flushes. There's tons available. So check it out. Patreon.com slash MadScientistPartyHour. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At ShuddyBoy. Hey, Jeff, for records. Check out Bet Slippin' Podcast. If you want to hear Jeff talk some shit on, on sports betting. Um, yeah, dude. If you want to shoot us an email, madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. Voicemails, 201-472-0139. You can subscribe to us on YouTube, see the video aspect of all this shit. Um, and I don't know. Are we forgetting, am I forgetting anything, Shuddy Boy? Nope. Well, I guess there's only one thing left to say, and that's until next time, something. Big fat fucking turds. Hey, 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 Oh, super blue. Hmm. Stafford was on point when he needed to be on point, but there is no way the Bengals should have lost when they commit when they forced two turnovers. Not the Bengals. Yeah, but. You can't lose if you sack the quarterback seven times too. Like they got right. to the quarterback a bunch of times, and 
Like, like Matthew Stafford on that fight, like the final drive took like eight minutes and it was just like an all in effort. Like, fuck it. We're going to win or lose on this drive. And like, he threw a no look pass to Cooper cup over the middle of the field. Yeah. I mean, they did everything they needed to do. The Bengals just didn't. It wasn't that the Bengals were playing, you know. Yeah. But the way that they both played, like Cincinnati ran the clock down on every snap, and that's what they do. They wanted to shorten the game. And so the Rams, because they kind of went off the hook because the Rams didn't have any offensive players at the end. And, like, they needed to get more possessions in. And said Cincinnati kind of played scared. So I I hear what you're saying, but – but it was a it was a fucking great game. It started off a little rough. I was like, oh, this is might not be a good one. Yeah. But then, but then after the first quarter, it really ramped up, and it was it was a good Super Bowl. Dude, that botched extra point cost me probably like three thousand dollars <laughs> because of the spread. Because of the spread, I had over twenty three and a half in the first half. And the first half ended 23 or uh, 13 to 10. So <laughs> that fucking killed me. Yeah, I had minus four for the full game. So oh. that, that killed me. It was brutal, dude. It was fucking lame. But that's it's part of gambling. That's how it works. I Thanks. almost bet the money line on the Bengals. And I was going to throw, for me, a bunch of money at it. But I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. I... I bet the Rams money line in a couple ways just to reduce the loss. So it wasn't like a full on ass whooping, but I don't know. I was, I literally like, I've been red hot sports gambling over the past two weeks, like the hottest of my life. And (laughs) the Super Bowl just kind of like, is a speed bump. It fucking sucks. Did you guys catch the liquid death Super Bowl commercial? Yeah. I kind of liked it. I was shocked. I came running in. I was like, what? Yeah, that's, that's some big dick marketing right there. They, uh, the death is to plastic, apparently, and I kind of like that. Yeah. I never understood what the death meant. I don't know. But uh, makes sense now that I saw the Super Bowl commercial. I can't wait. I don't know why, because they didn't show much, but I can't wait for that new... Uh, Jordan Peele movie. What is it? Nope. It looks so What's weird. That? Yeah. That seems to be par for the course with Jordan Peele movies. No. I mean, I thought Get Out was phenomenal, and the other one was Us, right? I thought that was pretty good. But I don't know. He just like to me, he's somewhat original, and there's not a lot of original things happening. So I'm interested in seeing his new shit. Like the Jurassic Park requel is just unbelievable. Like, I can't believe they're fucking doing it. And what's even worse is these motherfucking hacks in these entertainment studios are now starting to take documentaries and just dramatize them. Do you see that? How many Peacock commercials were there for that Tiger King and, and Carol Baskin's thing. Like, that was so lame. Do we want to talk about this on the main episode? Because I have some commercial takes and things. Love it. Yeah. I mean, we definitely should. 
Kevin, did you watch any of the Super Bowl? Or did you see the commercials <laughs> at least? No. Jeez. Not even the halftime show. That's why him and Rent Rent did Valentine's Day last night. So he could have an excuse for not knowing anything. I mean, I mean, I mean, this isn't different than any of the other years. I just. Recording in progress. Uh Uh-oh. I get all lined up perfectly for Kevin this year. He was able (laughs) to dodge Super Bowl and get rid of Valentine's Day before Valentine's Day in the same like rationale and the same like little ballpark. What a win. Kevin, Kevin, it sounds like you had the best Super Bowl Sunday out of the three of us. It was fucking great. <laughs> what did you what did you two lovebirds do? We can get into it. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. no, it's Sweet. not that salacious. Like Ooh, salacious details. Oh, we fucked and fucked and fucked. Uh, just... Uh-oh. We better say Rent Rare's real name then if we're going to talk like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let me see. Can you guys hear this? <laughs> sure can. What about this? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got that one. That's yep. me and my... Uh... That's me and my Valentine getting after it. <laughs> oh, come here, you little Danish. Yeah, yeah. Baby bunt. Assault that hole. I'm excited to felt just come right out of this little fucking hole. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes good. Yeah. yeah. That's my Valentine's Day, fellas <laughs> and ladies. I mean, Valentine's oh, Day is today. I know. Yesterday was just oh, observed. I'm going to buy more bunt cakes and go to town tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to line up like a whole row of them. <laughs> Be like, surprised you homos can even record today with Valentine's Day being here. Well, I had thought about texting you guys yesterday and asking if we could reschedule, but. Well, Sharon was going to work, is at work regardless, right? Correct. So that's that's still- why I didn't. So as long yeah. as, as long as we're, at, you know, wrapped. Yeah, by the time Sharon V-Day starts, I got you. What do you think, Kevin? Uh, Ready to go? Button up your notes over there? Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Just fucking, just putting the cherry on top. Do you have anything to review? Kind of. Nice. I actually, I have two things to review. One I forgot from last week. I'm fucking dead weight this week. I need you guys to carry me and some decent voicemailers. Don't worry, Jeff. When you look down at the sand and you only see one set of footprints, that's when I carried you. Wow. Thank you. (laughs) All right, cool. From Los Angeles, California, with the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) 